Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me to our continued study of Get Wisdom here on The Truth Must Be Told. So glad that you're here. Uh, We are continuing our study of Get Wisdom, making Christian heroes of ordinary people. And uh, don't forget, you can purchase your own copy of this on uh, uh, getwisdom.us, or you can go to Amazon. I invite you to check out either one. Uh, so, but thank you again for joining me. Do not, don't forget to uh, <clears throat> like and share. Uh, thank you for all my uh, Rumble listeners who have been uh, tuning in and uh, doing such a wonderful job of um, liking it and giving me those um, those thumbs up or Rumbles or whatever they're called. If you're listening on uh, YouTube, please don't forget to like and share this and subscribe to the channel. That will definitely help. Uh, but the Get Wisdom is a, is a good program. Uh, you can uh, go back. This is the fifth installment of the introduction. We should be th- <clears throat> finishing the introduction today. So we're going to get on with our study of Get Wisdom. <clears throat> the, uh, so this is uh, important. So what we're going to be studying now is the vocabulary. The vocabulary of, of uh, what we mean. And uh, the terms here used here are very important. Uh, the understanding of any subject depends on a thorough understanding of its vocabulary. At first, the reader may find this the most difficult aspect of making use of get wisdom. Many of the ideas and therefore their terms are not uh, so commonly known and used. Applied faith Christianity, such as principles of liberty, may sound like a foreign language. However, Christians must restore them to common and ordinary use. Mastery of vocabulary of applied faith and Christian liberty are necessary. Uh, are a necessary foundation for reproducing the great contribution of American Christianity. Please persevere; the results will be worthwhile. Now, as I have talked about in my podcast, it's very important that we define bo- vocabulary. If you are talking with someone outside the faith, for an example, a Mormon or a Jehovah Witness, they will say they believe in Jesus, but their definition of Jesus is different than that of the Bible, so it's important that we uh, get it right. Noah Webster, the father of lexicography, uh, strategically contributed his whole life's work to the gospel. He wrote for his Yale Seminary Master's Dissertation, a dissertation that literacy must universally diffuse in order to universally defuse uh, Christianity. Why? The truth, the true faith depends on a thorough knowledge of Scripture. Therefore, Webster lived his life to make and sustain American literacy. Uh, pre- <coughs> excuse me, pre-dem- provid- providentially upon a life of culture and doctrinally sound. Christianity. He testifies that he completely submitted his life to Christ shortly before he began his work on his masterpiece, the Great American Dictionary of the English Language. Now, we regularly make use of Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language because it provides a true philosophical sense of every word for precise understanding. Through careful established historic definitions, Webster builds understanding by showing the significance of a given word in its best usage in history. Where shades of meaning have changed in modern times, the historical background supplies a guide towards understanding a word in its modern sense. Webster's 1828 also strategically provides a biblical meaning 
wherever it is significantly used in Scripture. This aspect is truly important. For how we are to know what the Scriptures say if we have not mastered the meaning of the words which the Scriptures use. In this sense, I have found that the more basic and common word <coughs> excuse me, is, <coughs> the more important and thoroughly to understanding it. Understanding it. Webster's 1828 describes the American understanding of Christian liberty and the form of liberty-supporting government, which is unique to America. Finally, Webster's 1828 Dictionary provides the rudiment of virtu virtually every discipline of knowledge at the same time, which is perhaps for a greater, um, greater than most of us realize, which is perhaps greater than most of us realize. So, as I've said before, we'll be using the Webster's 1828 Dictionary of the English Language to, um, to uh, study some words that we may not be aware of. Uh, and Ron says, if you want wisdom, go along with your Bible, get Noah's we Noah Webster. Now, Noah Webster, you can get Noah Webster's 1828 online for free, or you could purchase it from various sources. So I would suggest you check it out. The book is huge, by the way. Um, but it definitely uh, gives you <clears throat> clear definitions and what it means, what words mean, what their background is. I think it, it, just for uh, uh, just for uh, uh, for your enjoyment, uh, I'd say go ahead and look at. It. In fact, if you look up the word "fun" in the uh, in this dictionary, you'll find the word "fun" means vulgar merriment. So, should Christians have fun? Well, I don't know if we should be involved in vulgar merriment, but it's something that um, you'd be you'd be look at words that are uh, that we commonly use today and look them up and you're going to find their dictionaries or uh, the dictionary is, is quite uh, is quite interesting and uh, uh, definitely look up the word cat when you get it uh, it's it's interesting <laughs> but uh, I digress uh, just uh, but definitely look up look up these words because they look up words in this original um, Dictionary, which they've now expanded upon and changed, and of course, now with the new woke culture we have, everything is—they're um, changing everything to to uh, uh, for a woke woke mentality. So it's it, it's important that we learn the the original meanings of words. So uh, it's going to be important as we go through this study. So uh, grab a eighteen twenty eight online. You can look up Webster's eighteen twenty eight. Uh, dictionary online. You can get it there for free, or like I said, you could buy it from various sources. If you look up, uh, look it up, and where you could purchase it, uh, it is available. Uh, it's not something that you're going to be able to carry around with you. It is definitely a desktop. Uh, <laughs> you definitely need it for your desk, but it would be worthwhile to have it. Uh, so that's that's where we're at. Uh, so we're going to go on. Upon learning the meaning of a word, we ought also to have the power to draw useful conclusions towards application. For example, as Christians, Jesus must be our first teacher. He is the Logos, the Word. We are his disciples. We take his yoke upon us, that is, his discipline. He teaches us. We learn. Without him, we are missing something important, which only he will supply. How do we receive? We work at it under government, that is, under discipline. Like a farmer, we invest by faith, anticipating increase. Words have meaning. All right, so we're going to get now into Bible sources. 
All right. And uh, it's uh, kind of important that we, we do look at this. Uh, and we're going to go on. The scriptures are a first resort uh, for any knowledge for knowledge of any kind. We will refer to the Holy Bible throughout this writing as a basis for what <clears throat> we presume to know. Quotes from, will be from the Holy Bible, New King James Version, unless otherwise indicated. And uh, it's important because there's some scriptures. Second uh, Timothy tells us to be prepared for every good work. Matthew 28, Jesus tells us to make disciples of all, every nation, teaching them. Uh, 2 Timothy 2.2 says, teach the teachers. I thought that was a very interesting uh, scripture when I looked it up on how um, Paul advises Timothy to teach those who would be teaching. So that's that's interesting. And Luke 6.40 says, be like your teacher, Jesus Christ. So all that is very, very important. All right, we're going on to section 9. Um, the second commandment of Christ is emphasized. In this study. So, uh, a personal relationship with God is supremely important. It is the source of everything else we may call good. The entire providential history of man centers on God's work to reproduce the perfect love in the Godhead in men. Man's thoughtless disobedience and lost relationship, the seed restores it. Now, if, for those of you, uh, Genesis 3.15 is, is referenced here. That is the uh, the seed of uh, the seed of the woman, which is referring to Christ. This was the first prophetic scripture on Jesus coming into the world. All right, constant devotion, personal devotion, worship, and prayer are essential. True believers will have already embraced this biblical doctrine as necessary ground to the Christian walk. However, the second commandment of Christ is like the first. Matthew 23, 22, Matthew 22, excuse me, 37 through 40 says the apostle, the apostle John said that our love for a man would demonstrate our love for God, thereby proving it. First John 4, 20 and 21. Uh, and I argue that relational government has historically remained the weakest area of biblical reform. That is how God would rule human relationships. For example, it took about 1,600 years of Christian history for civil, civil liberty to begin institutionalized. Institutionalization, excuse me. Due, therefore, to its common practice, neglect in the many spheres of life, we will emphasize the second commandment of Christ. We will focus on loving our neighbor and how we should do this in many particulars as the appropriate answer to our faith and calling. Get Wisdom assumes the first commandment to love the Lord as the only possible basis for discussions found throughout this study. Study and exercise in the second commandment will in turn strengthen our personal walk with Christ. The second commandment is like the first, love your neighbor as yourself. This is very important. Jesus boiled it down to just two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. These are the greatest of the two. All right, so get wisdom. Stresses the fact, as Psalm 19 and much of the book of Job suggest, that God has given every subject an endeavor, endeavor in this life as a resource for implementing the two commandments of Christ, from which hang the law and the prophets. Indeed, a fundamental premise of this study is that the ultimate purpose of every subject is to glorify God and love one's neighbor. As the answer to the first question, uh, the answer to the first question of the Westminster Catechism states, the purpose of man 
is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. So <clears throat> again, this is the, these are the most important things, is that we glorify God and that we enjoy him forever. So we need to come to um, a saving knowledge of Christ. And in fact, Ron says, if you do not know God personally, get wisdom. Making Christian heroes of ordinary people will have limited use until you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. If any reader is unsure of his personal standing with Christ, please stick with us. God may use something you read in these pages or in the associated scripture passages to reach your heart as a study at heart as a beginning of your own hero walk with the Lord. If one is looking for a reason to believe, then the contents of Get Wisdom may contain it. So this is important. If you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you have not repented for your sins, let, let, let me just put this to you here very, very uh, simply, okay? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son <clears throat> that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And this is, this is important. This is um, probably the most important thing that you were going to have to deal with in, in, in eternity. See, we all are going to live eternally somewhere. We are either going to be in heaven, eternally living with God, or in hell. There is no in-between. I have just been uh, in, uh, in some discussions with people, um, and, and <clears throat> you know, they're, they're, they don't understand. In fact, we were talking about... Um, um, ghosts and, and things like this and where they come from. And, uh, well, they're demons. Uh, there is no coming back from the dead. And you're, once you're dead, you're dead. That's it. There's no, um, there's no coming. There's going and that's, it's pretty clear. Luke, Jesus told us in Luke, uh, about the rich man and Lazarus and that, the, that we can't go back. Uh, there's many other scriptures that say, once you're dead, you're dead, basically. Uh, but it boils out to those who bring eternal life, uh, those who, um, when you die, you will live eternally somewhere. you either going to, uh, the, the Bible says, absent with the body, present with the Lord, that those who are in Christ Jesus are going to be taken to be in the presence of God. Uh, those who are not righteous, have accepted Christ, they are going to go to a hell that is... Um, far worse, a, a t place of torments, a place of uh, continued thirst. Jesus called it outer darkness, a uh, place of wailing and gnashing of teeth. This is not something that you want to go to. So I would encourage you that uh, <clears throat> sometime, you know, d don't wait. Don't hesitate. Call on God while he is near. Uh, call on him while he may be heard. We don't, you don't know what time has been given to you. So I would suggest you you look to God and you look to Jesus Christ. Repent of your sins. That means turn around and trust Him for your eternal life. It is it is so vitally important. I can't emphasize it enough. Uh, so and with that said, if you have any questions uh, about that, about how to come to Christ, you can you can reach me at uh, the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com that's the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com uh, if you're on Facebook you can private message me that's fine uh, but I would definitely will talk to you about coming to Christ if you want to reach out to me 
If you need to talk to me, you can um, email me. I'll send you my phone number. Okay, I don't want to give it out over the air, but uh, definitely come. Uh, you can you can call me, and we can discuss things. Okay, I'd be glad to do that with you, because uh, this is probably the most important decision you will ever make in your life. All right. So with that being said, that brings us to um, the last section of the introduction. With, uh, with what we learn, <clears throat> let Christ reign in us. And again, that's important. So as we learn, we're going to let Jesus reign in us for the things that we learn. Now, this study should build scholars to novice or advanced, ready to take biblically wise mind with mastery of principles and their suitable expressions into everyday Bible study. Every sermon, every news item, every book, every movie and TV show, every decision for family, occupation, church, and civil affair in the conduct of life. Thus, everywhere, Christ will reign in us and through us. Now, this is very important because, um, again, as I said at the, be- at the beginning of this study, it doesn't matter what you do. But we need to learn how to apply biblical principles into it. So we're going to have a biblically wise mind with a mastery of principles and their suitable expressions into every Bible study, sermon, every news item, book, movie, TV show, every decision for the family, occupation, church, and civil affair in the conduct of life. This is important. And he says here, Ron says here, stresses it again, thus everywhere Christ will reign in us and through us. Christ needs to reign in your heart as number one. Much of modern Christianity seems to lack discernment between good and evil. The mature Christian should be able to cut through appearances to the heart of the matter. The writer of Hebrews says that discernment is an ability developed through exercise. We will endeavor to lead the ready learner through the mental mental and spiritual exercises in faith, which are necessary for the Christian Christian workman to not be ashamed. And with that, that brings us to the conclusion of our introduction of Get Wisdom, Making Christian Heroes of Ordinary People. Now, don't, again, don't forget to like and share this. Uh, we, we are beginning to grow. There are more and more people that are watching, which I'm thankful. Thank you, you folks, for uh for tuning in. Uh, thank you to our Impact Radio USA uh, folks who are listening to us. And for all of you who listen on whatever social platform, because we're all out there on a lot of, lot of different uh, platforms, but we're glad to have you here. And again, if you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, please, the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com. Uh, don't be afraid to uh, speak out. Please leave a comment. Uh, in with the video. I will read them and I will get back to you. Uh, if you just please, uh, you know, I, and again, I won't, uh, I won't, um, I won't uh, scam you. There's no, uh, you're not going to get tons of emails from me. Uh, I'm the only person here. I don't sell anyone's email address to any place or give it out to anyone. Uh, we are, uh, we're totally independent here. I don't need to, to, to do all of that. The uh, hope of this study of Get Wisdom was be to start to get you to understand the biblical uh, importance of studying 
um, God's Word and applying those principles to your everyday life. The more you study God's Word, the more you'll begin to recognize the falsehoods that are out there. If you've been tuning into my program on, um, if you've been tuning into my program, the, the truth must be told. On Saturdays, you will you will hear we're talking about uh, false teachers, and the way you begin to recognize them, as Jesus said, is by their fruits. But you're not going to know their fruits if you don't study the Bible, because then you can begin to recognize the truths and the errors in their theology. But it's important that we begin to gain godly wisdom. You know, as I said, get wisdom. It's, it's very, very important that we seek godly wisdom and, and how to apply that to our everyday life. And that's the hope of this study of Wisdom Wednesdays, where we will uh, hopefully begin to, to help you to become a, a better, more powerful uh, Christian in the Word and applying those things to uh, applying those things to every conduct of life, okay? And uh, whether you're a novice scholar or an advanced scholar, uh, it's going to help you to, as Ron said, take a biblically wise mind with a master of principles and their suitable expression into every area of your life. It is so important. I can't stress it enough. But again, I want to thank you for tuning in to uh, Get Wisdom, Making Christian Heroes of Ordinary People by Ronald Kirk. Uh, again, you can get a copy of that on Ron's website. That's uh, getwisdom.us, uh, getwisdom.us, or you can find it on Amazon. It's downloadable, so you can put it on your phone, you can put it on your computer. Uh, you can print it out if you want, but it's 400 and something pages, 465, I think. So there's a lot of stuff there, uh, but I mean, that's up to you. Um, I do have a copy of it printed out, and uh, it's been very helpful for me because I can make notes and side notes and things like that. But um, that's a ream of paper, <laughs> which is not getting cheap anymore. But I do thank you, for uh, again, for tuning in. God bless you, and we'll see you next time on uh, The Truth Must Be Told, which will be on Saturday, and uh, hopefully we'll see you then. God bless. Take care. See you soon.